When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one? You got to dig down through the bronze, through the gold to get to the platinum. And that's what this is about. This is a show where climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles. Send as many as you want into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line so that I know what it is. Don't put the title in the subject line because I don't know what that is. Don't put your name in the subject line because I don't know what that is. And it goes right into the junk folder or, you know, because I get a, a bunch of crap every day. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line and then put the title in there. Again, put as many as you want. Just don't send me duplicate titles, please, because it gets confusing. It clogs everything up. I pick one like literally moments before we press record on the podcast. And Brent and I, along with an esteemed guest, will spend the next 20 minutes just hashing out, brain cooking, brain dumping on five or six different creative angles on how to write that song title. So this is not a co-write in any way, shape or form. So you don't have to share your title at all. It's just a we want to show you what you need to be doing to dig down on these song titles to prepare for a write if you're in a room with an artist and they're like, you know what? I just really love the song title Aunt Mabel and I want to write it for my Aunt Mabel. <laughs> and you're like, uh, all right, we can write that. And this is the exercise you're going to need to go through to try to come up with something cool because usually – not always, but usually the first thing you think of isn't the best thing, right? That's the most cliche thing. Sometimes it's right, but usually it's not. And better for you to go down and cook up five or six other angles and then decide, you know what? That first one really was the best way to go. Right. Or you're like, oh, that's it. That's a different. And you can make the most cliche, most mundane title, just platinum gold when you go through this exercise. So the other part about this, guys, this is, and we've had a number of hit songwriters who have just been like, man, I'm going to start doing this in my hookbook mm -hmm. because it breathes new life into your old hooks, right? Like we're humans, so I don't care who you are. You feel something, you get that wild hair, that itch, and you're like, this is a title, and it makes it into your hookbook. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it made it there for a reason. Then there it sits. For whatever reason, it doesn't get the love. It doesn't get the attention that it needs within a certain amount of time. And you know what? The bloom comes off the rose. The lettuce wilts. Right. Mm, that's right. And you go back look at that title and you just kind of look down your nose at that title. You're not giving it. You're looking at it through a different lens because it's old. 
And when you go back and you just say, okay, you know what you have to do? You have to clean the dirt off that lens. And this cleans the dirt off that lens. Brent, you've done this a number of times. You've gotten some cuts from doing it like that are 20-year-old hooks, right? That's right. That's right. The hooks are older than I am. <coughs> and uh, yes. <laughs> and But yeah, man, I, we had so much fun doing this on the show and getting good results with like other people's titles. I like oh my gosh, how much good stuff is in my own hook book that I've been ignoring. I got to figure out a way to do this systematically. So I've been doing it for a couple of years now, I guess, and been getting like, that's most of what I've taken to co-writes are stuff that I song title challenge off my own hook book. And yeah, been getting some cuts with some of that stuff. So I believe in it. Well, there you go. So why don't you introduce our guest, buddy? Heck Yeah. Today's guest is an ASCAP, CSAC, and Dove Award-winning songwriter and producer. His songs include Trust in You and Come Alive, Dry Bones by Lauren Daigle, I Am Blessed by Karen Peck, and New River, Say Amen by Finding Favor. Every Time I Breathe, Big Daddy Weave, Let It Rain, Michael W. Smith, Sing It Now, Reba, and Let the Worshippers Arise, Phillips, Craig, and Dean. His songs have also been recorded by Natalie Grant, Jackie Velasquez, and many, many others. He is a jam. He is a vibe. He is a heck of a songwriter. Michael Farron, welcome to The Climb. Hey, Thank you for saying yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> That's the quickest bio read I've ever heard. That's amazing. <laughs> it's real good to be with you. That is one, check me on this, that is one heaven of a resume right there. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put in the time to cut out most of the cuts. You know, like, you know, okay, what am I just, I'm just going to hit a few because I'm not going to do all of them because you keep me here all day. Farron, so yeah i'm glad to be hanging out with you guys today well cool i'm glad that you fought the uh, the rain the soccer moms and the traffic to get here dear lord dude you gotta tell what was that line we just have to share that line this is like a song title it's like rain <laughs> soccer moms and rain will steal your salvation that's what he said. yes soccer moms and rain nearly stole my salvation this morning <laughs> so, and I, you know, not to offend anyone or, you know, whatever, but I'm pretty Baptist and I don't think I can lose my salvation, but I'm pretty sure I bumped up against it. <laughs> it's the way I look at it's the way I look at my taxes, Michael. I'm like, look, I don't want to be illegal, but I want to be right on the precipice looking right. over the edge. I want to know what the line is. I'm gonna bump up against it. <laughs> Somebody up there in the clutch was like, Can we check the bylaws again? Oh my god, that's just hysterical mm -hmm. yeah it was sketchy yeah, i get you sketchy, man. but we're all good now we're good now all right that's still I, that, that just is funny the second time as it was the first time <laughs> soccer moms and rain thing is awesome <laughs> all right here we go so this is uh y'all ready for the title here oh never ever but it never stops us all right this is a new I don't know if he's a new climber, but I think this is the first time we've ever used one of his song titles. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. Something like that. This is Jim Green. So Jim, Jim. Green, thank you for sending this in. And the title is Genius Mode. Genius Mode. All right. Genius Mode. Now, here's another, here's another sort of shackle to this whole thing that makes it very interesting. It's a, another challenge on this, Michael, uh -oh. is that a lot of times we put out a title and I'm not saying this is one way or the other on this particular title, but the writer, our guest will be like, you know, this is the part where I'd be like, well, let's go to lunch <laughs> right? <laughs> or what else you got. But see, that's the challenge. We got to write, we got to dig down on this and figure out something that we could do to make this work. So genius mode. Uh, so genius, genius mode. mode. That is not in my hookbook. Not in mine either, buddy. All right. So, well, thank you for sending this in, Jim. 
I mean, the first thing I think of is almost like it feels like a 90s country throwback. When I get to drinking, I get genius mode. Or me and the boys get genius mode. We solve all the world's problems yeah. at the bar, and that's it's our genius mode. All of a sudden, everything's a good idea, and yeah. <laughs> we know how to fix it. So I don't know what the like the, the like the setup line would be or something, but well, that's the old joke of what's the last thing Redneck says right before he dies? You know, hold my beer, <laughs> hold my beer, hold my beer. Watch this, yeah. And then do you know that the other part of that is you know what's the last thing Redneck hears right before he dies? <laughs> You're doing it, man! You're doing it. <laughs> so yeah, genius. Oh, that be the brand name of a beer. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> Genius mode. Genius mode, yeah. Make it smarter. <laughs> I'm popping a top on genius mode. Zero. I I definitely hear this one. I mean, it's I don't know. I couldn't find in my brain, I'd be stretching to find any other angle on it but just self deprecation and stupidity. Uh, and that's not I mean, it's just funny. It's like it is exactly what you're describing. Yeah. Could be, <laughs> it also could be an angle of I ain't never been accused of having a genius mode. Yeah. <laughs> If you're looking for genius mode, I might not be right. your guy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So definitely on that on that angle, like uh, it feels like a Brad Paisley thing, right? Like a, definitely like a tongue in cheek, yeah, kind of thing where you could do something like that. Yeah. But how about this? Like, what about the everyman? What about the tribute to the everyman, the blue collar guy who's like, I've been accused of a lot of things. I've never been accused of having a genius mode, but. I can do this and I can do that. And maybe it's like picking up a girl, you know, it's like the line at a bar picking up where he's just like totally in love with this girl. And he's like, look, I'm, and he's just transparent, right? Like, look, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to create a new software system. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to architect the world's tallest building, but I will take care of you. I will never leave your side. I will love you forever. I will raise our kids like that kind of a thing. Yeah. And you juxtapose it against the genius mode. Like, and maybe it's another mode. Is there another mode? Yeah. Commode. There's that. <laughs> I'm not, maybe I, I might not have a genius mode, but I can fix yeah. the commode. Yeah, commode. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Or I was thinking, like, yeah, guys don't, you know, guys like me don't come equipped with three things, you know, blah, 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 and genius mode. Silver spoons. Oh. You know, silver spoons, white collars, and genius mode. Or whatever. <laughs> Although it's still so self-deprecating, I kind of wonder too if almost a story thing of like turn on the TV and man, you know, there's this Elon Musk kind of guy or Bezos who's in like rockets to the moon and doing this stuff to transform in the world and like just like dad gum genius mode. Some guys just got it, whatever. And then like I look over at my girl and I'm like, dad gum, I must hit genius mode at one point, kind of thing. Like because I picked a winner. You know, if there is there's a way that you can make it like that was the smartest thing I ever did in my life. I remember this episode of Malcolm in the Middle years ago where Brian Cranston, the dad, and this is where I get most of my life lessons. But no, he he was the like somehow he got put on the list of deciding whether this guy gets resuscitated or not, whether or not to take this other person off life support. And he is just like tortured because this guy's on life support. Do I decide to pull the plug for this guy or not? Whatever. And his wife, like, you are good at making decisions. You you chose to marry me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, but that was easy. It's like, that was a no brainer. Almost thinking like that, like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I'm genius mode on this. But then I look at you and realize, no, man, the smartest thing I ever did. That was genius mode. So I don't know. 
how about this? How about this? Like, okay, so on that whole thing, like maybe this is the name of it, like when when did I hit genius mode? Or I guess I hit genius mm-hmm. mode or something like that. And it's just all about the girl mm-hmm. and how lucky you are to be with the girl. And I must be the smartest man in the world. I hit genius mode because yeah. I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this, and all from you. And that, yeah, that could be real. I could actually make it cool. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's self-deprecating, but like in a cool way and not a, it's not, doesn't have to be funny. It can be really super cool. Yeah. I'm forcing myself to sit over here in the corner and <laughs> find a dang way to make this actually believable serious now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, I can. However, <laughs> if, we, if you twisted this more into. OK, Michael, you, you can't see the top of the staircase in faith. You just have to take one step at a time. <laughs> one step at a time. Right. So <laughs> bear with me here. You, you, you referenced 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if the Judds were singing this? OK. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, you have my attention. And, <laughs> but, but all of a sudden, you're singing it about a grandpa. Mm-hmm. And I think, unless you just are sadly that person who didn't have an awesome one, most of us hold our respective grandparents or grandpas, especially in super high regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it in a serious note, it's like my my great grandfather Ray Farron, like he was brilliant at just making stuff work and making life work mm-hmm. in general. But like, what if you get more of like, he scratched the living out of nothing, took the hits and kept on trucking. He kept, he stuck with it when everybody else was bowing out. Yeah. And you start going through the litany of like, he scratched the living out of nothing, took some hits and kept on trucking. He stayed with it when everybody else was bowing out and looking back, you never, you never, never had walls filled with papers and degrees and masters or nothing else. But, uh, but looking, looking back at the many part it all I know. Mm-hmm. He had a redneck genius mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't even have to put the redneck in there. He had a genius mode. Like, yeah, I know. It's just he had a genius mode. The country is the country genius mode, but. Like my, I mean, because you know, on that note, on that note, okay. So I've referenced this book so many times, but Malcolm Gladwell, The Outliers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that book. He talks about the two guys in the world with the two, the number one and number two highest IQs ever recorded. One guy I think is Walter O'Brien, who's the Scorpion, the TV shows all about him and this guy's a billionaire and helps like governments get out of situations and stuff like his think tank and he that whole scorpion cheesy campy tv show is like loosely based on him and helps him recruit geniuses into his thing the other guy i can't remember the guy's name but straight up bouncer on a dive bar in montana <laughs> can't get shit together like he just can't i mean like literally like in between knocking heads together he can disprove the pythagorean theorem but he can't he doesn't have the genius mode to make a life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that, yeah. and there's something to be said about that. Like Walter O'Brien, there's this great interview with him. I think it's Tim Ferriss that interviewed him. And he's just talking about like, okay, like when we have this level of IQ, I mean, one of the things, because they're talking about the TV show Scorpion, he goes, we have like super nannies. Mm-hmm. We actually have that because what we have is IQ, but we don't have EQ. Yeah. We don't have an emotional quotient. I can't deal with people. I can't. You know what I mean? And I'm aware 
that I can't. So how do I succeed? By making sure I've got somebody on the staff that can deal with people. And they have to, they don't know how to deal with me because they don't know how I think about stuff. They don't understand the way that I work. Mm-hmm. And so for people who don't, you know, it's, it's, there's an awareness, right? There's knowing what you can do and what you can't do. And I think of Henry Ford, Think and Get Rich, in that book where they took Henry Ford at one point, Michael, to trial because he was on top of the world and they wanted to knock him down. And they were going to, I think the accusations were fraudulent. You know, you've told everybody that you know Henry Ford's on the stand Mm -hmm. and the lawyer's thundering away at him like, Mr. Ford, tell us, you said you're, you know, all this stuff about science. Like how much earlier is the sun going to go down tomorrow than it did today? And he's like, I have no idea. And he's like, well, then what is the mathematical equation of this? You know, blah, blah. he's like, I have no idea. And he's like, well, then what about this and this? And he's like, I have no idea. He's like, you say that you know all this stuff, but you don't know any of that. He's like, hey, man, see those eight guys right there in the front row over there? Yeah, they know all that stuff. They work for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like he knew how to move people and get people together mm-hmm. and how to inspire people and, and how to motivate people. And it's different. And he had an eighth grade education. Yep. Yeah, that makes me think of they talk about air, people's zone of genius or area of genius. And maybe that's what it is. It's like these guys that are just normal dudes, everyone's got their genius mode. What is it? Maybe it's not real men of genius kind of thing, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> real men of genius. <laughs> that's right. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. But like Bob that knows exactly where to drop the line in the water uh-huh. and when they're going to be biting yep. and just when the everything's right. That's man, that's his genius mode. And this other guy over here and this guy with his wife, man, he just knows how to love her really well. Or And you could even bring that to, you know, personal like mom and dad or grandpa. Grand, and he could do some of that stuff, kind of celebrating the simple genius. Everyone's got a genius. Everybody's got a genius. Buddy. Yeah. I like that angle yeah. a lot. There's not to make it serious. Mm hmm. It's like you look down on us or whatever, but these people I know. Yeah. 
that knew how to grab no, no. my brain so works with like melodic like i'm always trying to spin the rhyme and a melody in my little add brain but it's like those who get down to the things that matter most mm-hmm. you can call it genius, genius mode yeah however they got there that's right if they were able to get a hold of what matters most mm-hmm. you can call it genius mode yeah and knowing what's important to know. Well, I think Tim Ferriss calls it selective ignorance, maybe. <laughs> you know, knowing what to ignore and what you need to know. Man, that's yeah. just genius mode. Like, what matters in life? Yeah. Like, I don't need to know Pythagorean theorem, all this stuff, if that ain't my gig. But I do need to know X, Y, or Z. That could be an interesting thing. Yeah. Well, how about this? What if this song is, what if this song is um, and maybe this is too deep for a three and a half minute song, but what if it's, what if it unpacks what is genius mode? There's so many people that are kind of in a Travis Meadows kind of way, like we all want what we ain't got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're led to believe through the media and all politicians want us to know this, both sides of the aisle, like class warfare, right? Like if you're not rich, you're getting screwed and blah, 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 blah. But then there are people that are born with a silver spoon in their mouth that just can't tie their own freaking shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there are people that were born like in the ghetto or in the trailer park that don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, but they know how to put life together Mm -hmm. and the energy flows towards them and they're fulfilled and they have that. You know what I mean? And I mean, maybe you can spin this even into Christianity, you know, or Mm -hmm. or a religion. But being able to break that down, like, this is what it is. This is what life's about. This is what genius mode is. Yeah. It's not about Windows or Microsoft Mm -hmm. Windows or or Apple or or whatever. Uh, Part of it, too, of like, uh, here we are dissecting a potential, you know, this title or whatever. But part part of the gig in general, too, is like, this title may not end up being your title, but it has led you down the road of finding the thing that is. Because mm-hmm. genius mode is a relatively new term. Yeah. And depending on what you're writing, depending on what stylistic approach you're going to take with it, mm-hmm. like I'm literally sitting over here trying to hear the judge singing genius mode in my head. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't fit. We weren't saying this in 94, right? right? And yet it would lead you down to what they would say. Mm-hmm. Like, so your title, like, I would say at this, one of the best lessons I was ever taught was to hold on loosely. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't let go. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on loosely to stuff like, like this. So it's like, yeah. it's like you got to, mm-hmm. it's not so much about the title as it is an inspired idea. And obviously Jim has got an inspired idea here, whether this title lends itself to actually looking good on the back of product or not, mm-hmm. it will lead you down a very important road that's worth telling, a story worth telling. So I guess my side of it would be, you know, like, make sure you are always holding on loosely to these. Don't get so, even though we're dead centered on this today for purposes of this, yeah. like, <laughs> to make sure you don't. Make sure you don't get so greedy with or feel so cool about something that you don't let it become something else. It's okay. like, well, you get defocused, right? Like the old newspaper uh, back in the 30s, that newspaper experiment they did with the photos, right? Where they, they, uh, they I'm not, for, I'm not up on my photo experiments from newspapers in the 1930s. Can you refresh my memory? <laughs> <laughs> they did. They wanted to see. There was an experiment that they did, Michael, to see if there's people who generally consider themselves lucky and they people who generally consider themselves unlucky. And so they put an ad in the newspaper and they said, we, this is back in the 30s. We're going for $250. We need people to come in here to do an experiment. And you need to be either consider yourself very lucky or consider yourself very unlucky. One of the two come in and they had, I don't know, 100 people in a room. 
and there's a guy in a white coat with a lab and they give them a newspaper and they're like, here's what we want you to do. We want you to go through the newspaper and count all of the photos that are in this newspaper. Tell us how many there is. Give the number to the guy in the lab coat, collect your check and go out. And the people who considered themselves lucky, it took them five seconds. And the people who considered themselves unlucky, it took them the roughly like five minutes, right? And the difference was on page one, in a big quarter, it was a quarter page ad that was not a photo that was black and white. It said, there are 19 images in this newspaper. Go get your check. That's what it said. But because the people were so freaking focused on looking for pictures and counting pictures, they missed that. Right. And so they missed the sign that was there. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, don't get so focused on this that you miss this thing over here. I'm going to start digging into 1930s newspapers now because that's a fantastic. That is, yes. I actually have heard that one, Johnny. I just didn't know it by that description. What about, what about this? What if, it's, what if it's like you might call it genius mode, but here we just call it a Tuesday or something like that? I love that. Mm, that's fun. I kind of like he went and, and, and you know what? You talk about it like. So in a way, it's, it's a little tongue in cheek, right? But mm-hmm. you just start talking about crazy stuff that guys and girls do who are just have, what's the word I'm looking for? That they, they have, um, they're resourceful. Mm-hmm. They make stuff happen and they, they just, there's no challenge that they can't get around. There's always a way around the system and they're always trying to figure out a way around the system instead of complain, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this can't be done. Okay, now what does this make possible, Brent, right? What does this make possible? So it's down that line of thinking and y'all might call it genius mode, but here we just call it a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, this is how we fix this problem. Billy Bob, something happened here, and Jim came over and fixed that. <laughs> yeah. well, common sense. Yeah. Is, or common well, you, sense. Well, you, you call, call it genius mode, mode. We call common sense. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Like, that's no genius. No, that's what we've done for five generations. <laughs> that's how we do common it. Sense. That, that's how we got <laughs> out of the caves and into computers was <laughs> common sense. Yeah. Not safe rooms. Yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah. And so it does take it back definitely to that tongue in cheek of looking at people who think they live in genius yeah. mode mm-hmm. and have zero common sense. Yeah. Right. I think of like almost like a Jake Owen beach you're floating a river kind of thing where, you know, you get on Twitter, you get on these things and everyone's trying to solve the world's problems. They're trying to get all genius mode. And here's how we fix things by fixing you and changing you and changing all this stuff. And you can get sucked into that. And then, but having the genius mode to go, no, nah, I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to get in the inner tube. I'm going to get in some cool water, sipped on something oh, cold, crack in a can of genius mode. Cause I know what I to like let go that. of. Like, that's just like, cause I know this is serenity prayer. Help me to accept the things I can, whatever, change the things I can. Yeah. And accept the things I can't. Like, this guy is like, you know what? Someone sent me something the other day about some current issue kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? I don't really don't get a vote on that. So I ain't going to sweat about it right now. We're getting to an argument about it. Cause really, I'm going to go hang out with my wife. Genius mode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have yeah. to solve all this stuff. I'm going to do something here in the moment. And yeah. so that, I don't know. Yeah. How about, how about something like, I don't know if you can get away with this in country or not, but certainly you could do it in rock or something. But what if it's, um, what if it's a social commentary song? Mm-hmm. Like here you are from your iPhone on a Twitter account, pissing and moaning about. Capitalism. Half, yeah. Capitalism. And you're on a, yeah, and, and you are literally the, in the 1% on the planet. <laughs> people are in right. you know, genius mode, right? It's so totally ironic. Yeah, calling people out. Well, th- that sounds like a Tom McDonald kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, it could be that where you just sort of do a listicle kind of thing and you just set up the situation genius mode. You know, it's yeah. like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can do that from either side of the aisle because either side has enough ammunition on the other and or has their thoughts about the other where, you know, you could go either way. Uh, you could do that. Like John Rich could do it, but so could whoever on the other side could, could do one sniping. Yeah. It could go satire fast. Like, yes, it could go bitey. That Tom thing is like. You start slinging those kind of lyrics. You just start. You just there's just blood and guts everywhere. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. It's a it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a slaughterhouse. Yeah. 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 See where this has got us. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I think we got some good looks at it, y'all. <laughs> I think it's a weird title, and I think, like Farron said, hold that title loosely, but it may lead you to a really cool idea that just has a different title attached to it. But thank you, Jim. Yeah. Well, I, I guarantee if this would like if this was the real pull of a song in today, I would almost guarantee you this would end up being a song for me titled Common Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it would just say beast mode right up against it goes, You call it beast mode, we call sense. it common sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't in my brain I would almost immediately tell you I would settle there. So it so the title led to the title. Yeah. Is there you go. Yeah. There you go. Or cracking well, we the can of genius man. mode. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. And that was fun. You're a good hang. <laughs> Y'all are a blast. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for doing this. And I cannot wait to go to the library and check out some 1930s newspapers. <laughs> yes. Well, if you haven't read uh, The Outliers from Malcolm Gladwell. I have. I, that's a great I have. It's book, fantastic. Dude. Yeah, I just love that. Fantastic. So, Michael, anything going on that we can plug for you right now? Oh, my gosh. No, just, uh, I mean, I... I'm doing what everybody else probably engaged in all of this is doing, just showing up every day and trying to write the best song we can write on a day. And so really excited about some opportunities that are popped up, but it's just, it's, it's really about showing up, showing up and slinging songs. And hey man, genius mode. So I just speak some encouragement to everybody who happens to listen to this. And I think just 99% of the songwriting thing is showing up. So hey man. there you go. You call it genius mode. We, we call, call it showing, showing up. up. <laughs> I just want to have I, now. I want to have a coffee cup that just says "Genius Mode." Like when I sip, it activates my genius mode. Is coffee? There, you, there you go, guys. Yeah, I mean, this is where I never get invited back. <laughs> nice. My favorite coffee mug. That's the, that's on the curb side of that word curb publishing company <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> we won't tell you what's in the coffee mug. No, it's not too bad. It's all right. Really, with your imagination. It'd probably better your imagination anyway. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Now there's a whole other song. Is that a George Jones coffee cup? Yeah. I want my coffee. Is that coffee? Well, yeah, I wanted my coffee. Oh, sorry, George. All right, you guys, that brings us to the end of another killer song title challenge. Send your titles in to info at daredevilproduction.com and you just might get a rock star like Michael Farron to help you flesh it out with uh, with us two genius modes. Uh, Brent and I over here just digging trenches. And for the last seven years, like, we have just figured this out. Yeah. This podcast has outlasted your average artist career. Let that sink in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 